والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد As has been mentioned, today's lecture or reminder is concerning protecting the Muslim child from, from deviation. And the topic, inshallah, will include uh, pondering over the blessing of children, taking means for rectification, what to teach, and how or advices I need to, uh, to protect them, understanding the fitrah of a child when they are born, and how to utilize that to, uh, to rectify the child or to keep the child upon goodness. And likewise, other advices kind of concerning the home, school, and companions, and other than that. And we will try, I need to uh, discuss any of these topics within the time that we are, have been given, hopefully, inshallah. First and foremost, Sheikh Salim al he mentioned, he said, Sheikh said, he said, Fear Allah Azza wa Jal and thank Allah for the blessing of children that He has given you. The children whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed as a test for you, either they will be the coldness of your eyes in this world and the next, or they will bring you grief and difficulty. Likewise, the Sheikh says, the Sheikh mentions the way that you should be grateful and thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for the blessing of children. He says, and this is a very important point, he says, indeed, Thanking Allah Azza wa Jal or thanking the blessing and be grateful to Allah Azza wa Jal for the blessing upon you is that you fulfill what Allah Azza wa Jal has made compulsory upon you from their nurturing and disciplining them and their upbringing to that which is or to the akhlaq and the a'mal which is better, the mannerisms, the behavior, and the actions that are best. And he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya yuhalladheena amanu, qu anfusakum wa ahlikum nara, wa quuduha al-nasu wal-hijara, ila akhir al-ayah. The shaykh, he reminds you of a verse where Allah azza wa jal says, O oh, you who believe, Save yourselves and your families from the fire. From the fire whose fuel is people and stones. So in this verse, 
there is a command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we save ourselves and our families, which includes our children, from hellfire. From? From the hellfire. And here, there are a few narrations from, from the companions, radiallahu anhum. For example, Ibn Abbas or Ali, radiallahu anhum, whereby they clarify the meaning of this, of this verse. How do you protect yourself and your family and your children and you from from the hellfire and they mentioned by carrying out the commands of allah you as a person carry out the commands of allah and stay away from disobeying allah and they mentioned that the way to keep your your children from the fire is by disciplining them teaching them the commands of Allah, forbidding them or prohibiting them from, from sins, from that which is displeasing to Allah Azza wa Jal. So that is the tariqah, that is the way to protect your children from the hellfire, by teaching them that which is good, teaching them the religion and ensuring that they understand and that they put that knowledge in, into practice. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran describing an attribute of the slaves of the most merciful, describing any the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah mentions وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا هَبْ لَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ عَأْيٌ Those who say, our Lord, grant us from our wives and our children the coolness of our eyes. The Shaykh mentions, say they did not ask or they do not ask Allah Azza wa Jal for this, except that they implement the means. They implement the means and they make it binding upon themselves. Meaning, the servants of Allah, when they call upon Allah Azza wa Jal and they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for righteous children, that they don't merely ask, but they take the means to, to make their children righteous. They take the means and they make it binding upon themselves. They make it an important responsibility to nurture their children and their household upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Sheikh mentions that for some people, their children is in a state of loss and they don't benefit from their children and they won't benefit from their children in the hereafter likewise. This is because they did not instill in them that which they had to instill. They did not nurture them and upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they neglected 
the right of Allah concerning their children. They neglected the right of Allah concerning their children and that is to teach them about Allah, to teach them about the religion and instill the love of the religion in their hearts. So they neglected that. So what happened? So they, the children then, neglected the right of Allah concerning their parents. So then they neglect the right of Allah and it concerning any their parents. So those parents, they don't benefit from their children in this dunya nor in the hereafter and they become those who are losers. So Shaykh Muthaymin, he mentioned, he says, to protect our children or to protect us and our children and from the hellfire is and is something which is carried out by staying away from evils and harms and likewise by carrying out the things that are good. He says, We ask ourselves, have we carried out this affair? Have we done what we are able to do to protect and preserve our children and give them a good nurturing? Have we taken the means for their rectification? Have we observed them concerning their actions and speech when they are alone? Where, when they are with others, have we analyzed their speech, where they're going, when they're coming, or are we heedless concerning all of this? Are we heedless concerning all of this? And our main aim is to acquire a piece of this dunya, a piece of this dunya, and we've resorted to be lazy and don't care. So this is a point I need to ponder over. In the six mentions, if we, or as parents, if we don't take the responsibility in nurturing our children upon the religion, who will? If the parents don't take the responsibility as they should to nurture their children and to rectify their affairs, who will take that responsibility instead? Will other people who are distant from your child take that responsibility and they have no connection to your child to so the children what will happen is they will be left heedless they will be and neglected and what will happen is their desires will play with them and divert them and deviate them likewise as the sheikh mentioned but afkar al-munharifa and those ideologies that are innovated 
and those bad behavior that is what is going to to enter your child if you neglect and if they are upbringing and then nurturing therefore the other things around them that is what go, is going to be instilled and in them the shaykh then mentioned wallahi ma istar'akum allah alayhim wala amarakum bihifdhihim illa wa huwa yurid minkum an taqumu bil-ri'ayah haqqir riyaya he said that allah has not placed you as guardians over them and commanded you to protect them except that Allah wants that you fulfill this upbringing and nurturing the way it's supposed to take place. The way it's supposed to take place and that you fulfill the amana. You, you fulfill the amana. The Sheikh mentions because most of the case the children, they are weak. They are weak. They don't have the ability to rectify themselves with their own selves. Okay, children, they are weak. They don't have the ability to rectify themselves with their own selves. So you, as parents, you are those who should nurture them. So fear Allah. And concerning them, for indeed Allah will ask you about them. Allah will ask you about them. Yawmul Qiyamah. The Sheikh mentions there are those parents who say, my, my, my children are older now. And they don't listen to me. So therefore I'm unable to discipline them. Sheikh Muthaymin, he mentions... He says, that is because you neglected them when they were very young. You just let them without nurturing them. So they grew up in that manner. And now that they are youth, they are stuck in their ways. And parents are in those situations. Now they want to discipline their child. And their child doesn't listen to them because... Of that neglect that occurred early on. But the Shaykh said, Don't despair though from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you did carry out, or if you did take the means and discipline them, and you put the effort in, but when they got older, they didn't continue upon that which you taught them, and they decided to go another way. Then the Sheikh says, then for you is reward from Allah Azza wa Jal. And upon them is the consequences of what they have chosen. Upon them is the consequences of that which they have chosen. Sheikh Salah al-Fawzan, Hafidullah Ta'ala, he mentions that Nurturing and upbringing children is not merely on the physical side. On the side, the physical side. Nurturing the body and of the child by way of giving them food, drink, a home, clothes, a medicine when they are ill. He says this is not the 
the upbringing that is required only. It is part of the upbringing. And the Sheikh says that this is like rearing animals. This is what you do when you have animals. You only look after their food, their drink, okay, their shelter, okay, and provide them with some form of medicine when they are ill. So concerning children, there's more to, to this upbringing. There is the side of the akhraq, the mannerisms, the discipline, and the religion. And the religion. And that is the, the true nurturing and upbringing of children. And the Sheikh mentions that nurturing the children and upon the religion and with good manners takes precedence and over the food and the drink and other than that, other physical upbringing. And he mentioned that you have to observe and your children. You have to observe them and you have, or you have to observe them in your homes. You have to find out what happens in school. You have to know what they are doing in the streets. So all of this is your responsibility and your parents. And do not be heedless and concerning this. Next we'll discuss the fitrah upon which a person is born. The Sheikh mentions وَقَدْ أَخْبَرَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَنَّ الطِّفْلَ حِينَ يُولَدْ يُولَدُ عَلَى الْفِتْرَةَ السَّلِيمَةَ الْقَابِلَةَ لِلْخَيْرِ He said that when a child the Prophet ﷺ said that when a child is born, it is born upon a good fitrah, a good natural disposition which accepts goodness, which accepts that which is good. So he says, and if the child is shown that which is good, then they would accept it without any difficulty. They will do it without any difficulty. They will say that good thing without any difficulty. And because that is in agreement to the state that they are born in. And they will get used and to, to that good that you show them. It says, because Allah has placed in them acceptance for goodness because it is in agreement to the origin of that which they have been created upon. He says that the fitrah, that which a person is born upon, deviates and goes and changes because of bad nurturing and bad example. Bad nurturing from the parents or neglecting them or setting a bad example and for them. As we know the hadith that the Prophet said, that every child is born upon the fitra. And that fitra is they are born knowing they have a creator, Allah Azza wa Jal. 
Then the Prophet said, it is their parents who changes them into a Jew or a Christian or a fire and a worshipper or a fire worshipper. So here the Sheikh says, so you have to protect that fitrah that they are born upon by nurturing it with good, which the child will accept and it's easy and they get used to it and it becomes their behavior and the way and that they, that they act. The Sheikh says that you need to pay attention to this more than you preserve your own selves, more than you pay attention to your own bodies or parents, your own physical form. The Sheikh says, In When a child is born, when they're young, they don't understand matters that are happening around them. They do not know that which is dar, that which is harmful, and that which is beneficial. As we understand, he says, the child is unable to provide for themselves food, clothing, and a shelter. So the parents, they are those who are, have the responsibility to provide this for their, for their child or for their children. This is the reason why Allah commanded and he the parents and he with this. So if the child cannot provide for themselves the physical things, then they won't be able to understand what is harmful and what is beneficial for them to choose. They don't have that ability at that age. So you as parents, you are the ones going to nurture that child, to show them what which is good and why it is good and get them to carry out those good actions and say, say those good things. Shaykh Ibn Thaymeen, Ta'ala, he mentions any certain things that we as parents should be teaching our children. And he said, He says, protect yourselves and your families from the fire by opening the doors of goodness for them and guiding them to it and encouraging them upon it and clarify or make it clear for them the truth and command them with the truth and make it clear for them that the falsehood and that which is harmful and warn them against it. He says, indeed you are guardians upon them and every shepherd or every responsible person will be asked about that which they are responsible for. He says, so whoever fulfills this good nurturing, then they will succeed. And whosoever is heedless and neglects 
this good nurturing, then they will be at loss and they will be and it destroyed. So the Shaykh says, teach them the usul al-iman. Teach them the pillars of iman. So teach them about the pillars of iman. Belief in Allah. Belief in the angels. Belief in the prophets and messengers. Belief in the revealed books. Belief in the last day. Belief in qadr, that which is good from it. And, and that which is bad. So teach them these, the usul of iman, very important. Aqeedah is the first thing that you rectify or that you nurture. As Sheikh Salah al-Fawzan, he mentioned, this is the first thing that you pay attention to, teaching the correct aqeedah, the correct belief. Likewise, the Sheikh says, Sheikh Ruthaymin, he says, and join upon them the pillars of Islam. And they are the shahada, the testimony that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah and that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. And establishing the five daily prayers, giving the zakah and fasting the month of Ramadan and performing hajj and it will be the haram. Just command them with prayer when they are seven years old and discipline them when they reach 10, if they are not still praying five times a day. Teach them how they should purify themselves. Like wudu, and before they pray, teach them how they should pray. <coughs> teach them what they should say in their prayers <coughs> and what they should do. Say, so do not leave them and neglect them. Instill in their hearts the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Clarify or make it clear for them the blessings of Allah. The blessings that are apparent and that which is concealed. Instill in their hearts the love for Allah and <coughs> mention to them the signs and the blessings of Allah Azza wa Jal. Likewise, instill in their hearts the love for the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and <coughs> teach them what occurred and to the Prophet, uh, what occurred, what the, uh, the goodness that occurred and from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Clarify for them <coughs> the mannerisms of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the mannerisms of his noble companions. And likewise, instill in them the worship of Allah Azza wa Jal, the worship of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and good and good deeds. Command them, and you will Islam, and instill in them and in the religion. Because <coughs> these are certain points. And concerning the things that we should focus on with our children. Of course, it is not everything, but it gives the parents ideas on what they should be teaching and what they should be looking out for. <coughs> Likewise, an advice from the scholars is 
to watch what you bring in your house. Pay attention to that which you bring in your house that causes your children to be deviated. And they mentioned concerning those programs on TV, music, books that contain or are in opposition to the Quran and the Sunnah, or books of innovation. If you allow these things in your homes and your children is affected by those TV programs whereby the mannerisms that are shown on there, a mannerism that opposes that which is in the Quran and the Sunnah. Books you let in your homes that will teach your children and it to believe in atheism or to believe in innovation in the religion. It says, clean your houses of these things. Clean your houses of these things, those books, those magazines, and all of that which is similar to this, to prevent your children from being deviated by their content. <clears throat> Likewise, they advise on the companions. You need to observe those whom your children take as companions. Who are they exiting with, coming back with? Because indeed a person is upon their way of their, of their companion. As the Prophet ﷺ, and he mentioned, so you cannot be neglectful and your child is in the street and you don't know what they're up to. And you don't know who they're with. You don't know where they're going. You don't even know what time they've left and what time you know, they're coming back. This is something which is extremely important because the companion has a great effect on, on a person. Especially when they're young, they're easily affected by peer pressure of things that is beautified to them. That this is the things that are good. This is what makes you a man. This is what makes you respected to do these things that are evil. And those bad behaviors. So as parents, you need to ensure and observe what your child is doing so that you can advise them and protect them. Likewise, advice concerning schools. The scholars mentioned that you should choose a good school only for your child. Ensure that they are placed in a good school where they'll be looked at after upon the correct belief and the correct mannerisms. It says, when your children are in school, they are still your responsibility, O parents. It's not that when they enter that school, they are no longer your responsibility. But you need to find out what your child is doing. How are they? Is there any concerns? So that you can do your side of their nurturing. You can ensure that your child is behaving in the correct way. This is something that parents 
any neglect. <coughs> Likewise, an advice from Sheikh Salih al-Fawzan, Hafizullah Ta'ala, is to pay attention to the fitna or the fitin that's out there. The, th the doubts, the things that are in the community, information that are out there to, pl to place doubts in the, in the youth, the Muslim youth, to take them away and from their, from their religion. Because there are a lot of things that occur, a lot of things that are in, pla in place to divert people away from the true religion, from doubts, from teachings that opposes any the Quran and the Sunnah. So ensure that your children are not affected by these. And if they come across it, then you need to clarify to them. Clarify that which is tr the truth. And why is it the truth? from our side, from the religious perspective, based on our evidences in the Quran and the, and, and the Sunnah. Likewise, the, the scholars mentioned, as parents, we need to aim for us and our children to be joined and in paradise. It's not meaning that we focus on this dunya, sharing and being together in this dunya. But we need to aim that our children join us and in paradise. Bi'ithnillahi and ta'ala. As Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَاتَّبَعَتْهُمْ ذُرِّيَّتُهُمْ بِإِيمَانٍ أَلْحَقْنَا بِهِمْ ذُرِّيَّتَهُمْ وَمَا أَلَتْنَاهُمْ من علمهم من عملهم من شيء كل امرئ بما كسب رهين الله سبحانه وتعالى says and those who believe and whose offspring follow them in faith to them we shall join their offspring <coughs> and we shall not decrease the reward of their deeds in anything every person is a pledge for that which he has has earned so one of the aims of parents is that they are joined with their children and in paradise. Not meaning that we focus on this physical world, this physical dunya. Are they are healthy, eating well. They got good clothes, they got a nice house. We've given them a car. But the hereafter takes precedence. For you to teach them on that which will enter them into paradise takes precedence above all this. And the scholars mention that if you do not put effort, O parents, in the nurturing of your child upon the religion, then you and your child is like sheep that is surrounded by predatory animals. You like sheep that is surrounded by wolves. When you do not nurture your children and pay attention, 
one goes and the other one goes. This is how it is. This is how you need to be paying attention and observing your child and paying attention to them concerning all of their affairs. If you don't, they are snatched away. They are affected by doubts. They leave the religion. They start believing atheism and other than that. And they think that the religion is backwards and we should be moving on with the, you know, the Western life where people forget about religion and just focus on the dunya or oh, is part of Western life. So indeed, you need to pay attention. You need to pay attention. But indeed, the rectification of the child occurs by taking the means to their rectification. Because everything is connected with its means, as the scholars mentioned. Al-Ashya marbuta bi asbabiha. Al-Ashya marbuta bi asbabiha. Things are connected with their means. So whatever the result that you intend, then it's connected to the means that lead to that result. If you don't take the means, therefore, how can you expect the result? Or if you are a bad example as a parent in terms of the religious duties, you don't pray, you swearing, smoking, you're lying, you're deceiving people and your child is witnessing all that, how can the rectification occur? Things are connected to the means, the means that leads to that, to that result. Insha'Allah, I think we'll mention some of the advices of the scholars concerning this. And due to the schedule, today's schedule, and the time, insha'Allah, we will end our lecture here and again advise the parents to take the responsibility of nurturing their child seriously. Very seriously. You will be asked by Allah Azza wa Jal on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Don't think that Nurturing your child or bringing your child is, me, me, uh, is only the, the physical side of it. Giving them a house, clothes, food and drink. And then you go and praise the other people. They have this, I've given him that. But then you're neglecting the religious side. Don't command your children to, pr to pray. You don't even check if they prayed. You don't even know where they're going. When they're coming back, you don't even know what books they're reading. You don't even know what they're doing on that phone that you've bought them. So as parents, we can be a means, the rectification of our children and teaching them what is good or we could be like those who 
who actually comes harmful on our children. Instead of being a good example, we have a negative effect. So we need to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this is a great responsibility. This is a great responsibility. If you neglect the right of Allah concerning your children, your children's going to neglect your right, the right of Allah concerning yourselves. Except those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed any mercy any upon. We end with this, bithnillahi, ani ta'ala. Sallallahu alayhi wa